Do you like feeling good? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Positive Thinking, the podcast created to uplift and encourage you while giving practical tools to keep Christ at the center of your life. Like a painter dips his paintbrush in vibrant colors to color a painting, you can come here to be reminded that you are redeemed, filling your world with a kaleidoscope of biblical principles. Here to bless you, welcome your host, an author, retired naval officer, CEO, and Christ follower, Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. Hey there, you podcasters. I'm super excited to pop on today. Have I got a word for you? Have I got a word for you? Turn quickly with me to the book of John. We'll be coming out of John 11. Verses 38 through 44, John chapter 11, verses 38 through 44. And if I had to title today's topic, I would title it Between a Rock and a Hard Place. Between a Rock and a Hard Place. Yes, you heard the title correctly. It is Between a Rock and a Hard Place. Now, this passage that I'm going to talk about today is a very familiar passage is when Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead that you may be in or a situation that you might be toying with. That's a dead situation that the Lord is trying to uh, have you to recognize the power that you have so that you might speak life to it, that it might live again. So I am at John 11, 38 through 44. Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here and they may that they may believe that you sent me. I'm at verse 43. When he said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Okay, so this is a very interesting passage. It's a very interesting passage because as I was diving into this, the Lord just began to deal with me about how the people of God or believers, Christians, you know, can find themselves in a situation that's a dead situation. And then they just don't want to deal with it anymore. They've gotten to a place where they feel that it's hopeless and they've forgotten the power of God. They've forgotten the attributes of God that the Lord came that we might have life and that much more abundantly. So when we understand that he is a life source, we can begin to tap into the true power of God and we can begin to speak over a dead situation. You say, well, why do you say that? I say that because we get to see it very clearly in Ezekiel 37, three through 14. You And we're familiar with this passage. You know, when Ezekiel the prophet is told to speak to the dry bones in Ezekiel 37, 3 through 14. He, the, the Lord begins to say some very interesting things to Ezekiel in this particular passage. Let me read that and then I'll begin to um, dissect uh, the 
scriptures for today. I'm in Ezekiel 37 through through 14. It says, he asked him, son of man, can these bones live? Come on now. Son of man, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord, you, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Get that dry bones, hear the word of the Lord, not dry bones, hear what the prophet is saying. They're saying dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Come on now, because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. It says dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Then he said to me, prophesy to, to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath and breathe and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. So this is important because remember I said in this Lazarus situation that we're talking about, I said the title was between a rock and a hard place. Sometimes you can find yourself in a situation that seems rather hopeless. It seems rather hopeless. Like there's nothing that we can do about it. Matter of fact, I found myself in situations like that where I've just completely given up on it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to give it any more energy. This situation is dead. And then the Lord will come with, with the beauty and the splendor that he has. And he will tell me to speak to the situation. He'll tell me to stand in the power that he's given me that I might speak to the situation that this situation might live. Now let's go back to Lazarus. Let's go back to Lazarus because there's a lot of ingredients that's inside of this particular um, scripture in John 11, 38 through 44. The first scripture in 38 is what was very interesting to me. It says, Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. He came to the tomb. The tomb signifies Jesus coming to the situation. So even now, if your situation, you feel like, you know what? I gave up on it. I've already just, you know, wrote it off or whatever. Jesus is coming to the situation. He's looking at the situation. He came to the tomb. He came to Lazarus tomb. The tomb is a situation. And it says it was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. So this cave signifies a place of concealment. So, so Jesus has come to your situation. You have concealed the situation. You've pretty much given up on it. You, you took a stone and rolled it across the situation. Come on now, you're not even thinking about the situation anymore. He's saying, take the stone away, take the stone away. Come on now, he's saying, take the stone away take the stone away. The stone signifies being in prison to something. Come on now, the, the cave was a place of concealment, but when you put the stone in front of it, it becomes a prison because no one can go in and no one can go out. Your situation, you've thrown the key away. Nobody can, can speak to it. Matter of fact, don't, I don't even think anybody around you even know that you've dealt with the situation. You've, you've rolled it off. Um, go over to verse 40. It says, then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? He's basically saying, look, come on now, look, I'm going to need you to believe because come on now, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible for you to speak to your situation. Without faith, it's impossible for you to resurrect a dead thing. I'm reminded of Mark, um, chap Mark, uh, Chapter 11, I believe. Yeah. Mark 11 verses 22 through 23. It says, have faith in God. 
Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. So the Lord is saying we can pretty much if you believe you can do a whole lot of stuff when you believe you can do a whole lot of stuff if you believe. Come on now. It says I'm at verse 41. So they took away the stone. When they took away the stone, when he said, remove the stone, and then they are obedient and they take away the stone, you got to understand that he's opening up a situation that was concealed, but he's opening it up so that everyone can see it. He's opened this, when when they open up the cave, everybody can smell the dead body. Everybody can see for themselves that Lazarus is dead. Everybody can see that you already gave up on your situation. Everybody can see that you pretty much threw in the towel in the situation. And then it says, then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I'm reading verses 41 all the way through 44. Um, let me, I'm going to start it over. It says, so they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. So basically he's saying, look, he's acknowledging God. He's acknowledging God so that they can see his pattern, that he's acknowledging him. He said, I did it for the benefit of those that are around me. So this this uh, this situation is uh, produced to bring glory to God. So your dead situation can bring glory to God. It can bring glory to God if you believe that it can live again. And even there, I'm reminded of um, Corinthians, second Corinthians nine and eight, where it says, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. God can bless you in all things at all times. Come on now. He says he's working it out for the good of those that seek after Christ Jesus. He's working it out for your good. That dead situation is being worked out for your good. If the Lord wants the situation to live, he's going to allow you to speak to it and bring life to the dead situation. Now, I find this very interesting in verse 44 because it says, when he when he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and his feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Now, this is important because he calls to Lazarus to come out. And then it says the dead man came out. It didn't say Lazarus came out. He called to Lazarus and the dead man came out. His hands and his feet was wrapped. So basically, my point that I want to make on that is that Lazarus is being told to come out, but the person coming out is a dead man because he's in the dead clothing. It says the dead man came out, his hands and his feet wrapped in strips of linen and a cloth around his face. This is important because we need to understand that Jesus can speak to a dead situation. Come on now, a dead situation. Now, point number one that I wanted to make with this whole chapter was to roll the stone away. If you have a dead situation, I'm going to need you to roll the stone away. And the stone can signify people, places, or things, anything that has you in prison, because people can have you in prison too with the expectations that they have for you. Uh, You can be in prison because maybe you're in a place that you don't want to be in. When I say people, places, and things, you can be in prison to a a thought process, a tradition, a culture, a belief system. Come on now. I'm going to need you to roll that thing away. And then point number two, I'm going to need you to believe because it's without faith. It's impossible to please God. And then point number three, I'm going to need you to speak to the situation by declaration and decree. In the book of Job, it says that one can decree a thing. I'm going to need you to speak to that thing. I'm going to need you to decree and declare that life, that God has given life and that much more abundantly. I'm going to need you to speak 
the word of God to the situation. And then point number four, I'm going to need you to take off the grave clothes. I'm going to need you to put off the old man. Remember I said when he called Lazarus forth, the dead man came walking. Come on now, the dead man came walking. And I'm going to need you to understand that you're not a dead man anymore. When the Lord begins to give us salvation, we have the power and the ability to begin to speak to things. And we can speak life to a dead situation. No different than Ezekiel. When he told Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? And he told Ezekiel to prophesy the word of the Lord to those dry bones. And guess what? That dry, those dry bones begin to live and they became an army, a vast army. So I'm here to tell you on today that if you continue to trust God, if you continue to trust God and begin and have by faith begin to speak to that dead situation, you would be surprised that it can live again. It can live again. That, that dead marriage, it can live again. That, uh, that dead job that you absolutely hate going into, it can have life again. It can make you laugh again. Come on now. You can live again. It can live again. All you have to do is have faith that it can live again. Now, again, I love you guys on today. I pray that this word bless you. Again, we made four points on today. Point number one was to roll the stone away. Point number two was to believe. Point number three was speak to the situation by declaration and decree. And point number four was to take off the gray clothes, put off the old man. Come on now, you've been created as a new creature. I need you to walk into your newness on today. I love you guys. Again, the title on today was between a rock and a hard place. I don't know your situation, but I'm praying that you will understand the power that you've been given through Jesus Christ and that you can speak to a dead situation. Come on now, we saw that in Mark. It says, if you whosoever says to this mountain to be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done. So you already know that you can speak to the mountain and it can move. It can move on today. I love you guys. If you get an opportunity, go over to Positive Thinking Podcast on YouTube with me, Dr. Jasmine Baker, and um, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. I love to um, talk with you guys on lives if, if at all possible. Um, if not, please remember to write a review so that when people go through the um, YouTube, uh, in, actually through YouTube or through Apple Podcasts, they can see that the people that are listening are actually being blessed and that will allow them to know that there's a place that they can come to a safe place and hear the word of God. Again, I love you guys. Go over to my www.positivethinkingpodcast.com. You can um, um, subscribe to my uh, courses that I have on there and also some of the books that I've published throughout the year. Again, I love you guys. And I want to also extend the invitation of salvation to those that um, aren't saved. If this is your first time on my channel, I want to say welcome. And if it's your second, third time, I want to say welcome back. But I also want to extend the invitation of salvation. All you have to do is say your name and say that you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and that you receive that salvation freely. And not only that, that you believe that he rose on the third day with all power in his hands. And if you believe that and you say that, then you are saved. I encourage you to put it on the replay if you want to say it again. But all you have to do is say it once and know that the angels in heaven are rejoicing for you. I love you guys. And until next time, be blessed and know you are highly favored. And, and again, Thank you for your loyalty here at Positive Thinking Podcast. I love you guys. I love this community and I'm forever praying for you guys.
Thank you for listening. We're so glad you joined us on today's episode of Positive Thinking with Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. We know you are blessed today, and we'd love to hear about it. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Positive Thinking Podcast. If you'd like to know more about Mrs. Colorful Day and our message at Positive Thinking, go to www.positivethinkingpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, you are blessed. Now go color your world.